Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Hope you're having a good day today. Uh, we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40 today. Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40. Um, how important do you think the number one is? Um, I remember years ago there used to be a couple songs about the number one. But uh, in God's eyes, one is extremely important. Uh, even when it comes to sheep, you might remember in Luke chapter 15, uh, there was a man who had a hundred sheep, lost one, and he left the 99 to go find the one. And when he found it, he said there was great rejoicing. Well, we're going to see today how God sends one of his evangelists, one of his preachers way out of their way because of one. And so let's read our text today, Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. Sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. The spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him, heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man? Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. As they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And Philip and the eunuch went both, both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing, but Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So let's think about this. An angel comes to Philip and tells him, I want you to leave a very successful work and go to one. Notice in Acts chapter 8, verses 4 through 8, this is how Philip's work was going. It said, therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed. The lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. And the angel says, 
Philip, I want you to leave all that. And I want you to go to this one man who's in the desert, an uninhabitable place, and I want you to talk to him. The lesson for us is if we want to really change the world we're living in, it needs to be done one person at a time. Bringing one soul to Christ at a time is how we will change our world. The Spirit, the Spirit tells Philip, catch up to the chariot. And he runs up alongside the chariot, asks the person if they understand what you're reading. If you visualize the scenes, it almost seem kind of, would seem almost kind of comical. But there's nothing funny about a lost soul. And so Philip runs up and asks him, he says, do you understand what you're reading? And the man says, how can I unless someone guides me? That takes humility to admit that. It also shows that he's one who's very interested in the word. And he asks Philip, Philip doesn't push himself on him. He asks Philip to come up into the chariot and sit with him. And so joining him, Philip starts right where he is at. He doesn't go to something he wants to teach. He starts right where this guy is reading. That's a great lesson again for us. We need to start with people right where they're at. Okay. So Philip starts with him right where he's at. And where is he at? He's studying and reading out of the book of Isaiah. And as they're traveling along, the man says, see, here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? Well, that seems kind of like a strange question coming from the book of Isaiah, doesn't it? But what did Philip preach to him from Isaiah? He preached to him the Christ. And in teaching Jesus, there always has to come that point where we talk about salvation and certainly baptism is a major part of salvation. Some folks want to say, well, baptism is not that important. Well, isn't it interesting that that's the main thing that he talks to here? Somehow they got to the subject of baptism from starting in the book of Isaiah because Philip teaches him about the Christ. Here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? Philip says, well, if, if you want to, nothing hinders you. You can do it. And so they stopped the chariot. It says he commanded the chariot to stop. They both go down into the water. Now, I want you to think about something here. At this point, how much did this man really know? You know, sometimes we people say, well, I'm going to put it off till I know more. Do you ever think about maybe the devil would get in your way and make sure you don't learn anymore? The idea is don't put it off. Once you know that about the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how uh, we do that same thing, we die in the waters of baptism, we're raised to walk in newness of life, don't put it off. Do it right then. The key is being humble. The text says, when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The man didn't see him anymore. But what does it say about the man? The man went on his way rejoicing. He had been obedient to God's word. Philip, he's found later in Azotus, and what's he doing? He's continuing to preach the word of God in all the cities he goes through until he came to Caesarea. God wants all of us to have the message. He wants every person on this earth to be saved. The importance of one soul 
Remember the verse, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but loses his own soul? God is doing everything in his power. He has done everything in his power. He sent his son to the cross to die for us that we might have the hope of a home in heaven with him. But the bottom line is he's done all he can. It still comes back to a personal decision. Will I choose to serve him or will I walk away? Thanks for being here today. Hope to see you next time.